It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Either you're 25% of the people. All right. Welcome to War of the Bay. My name is Kyle. I am Nick, and I am back. You're welcome back. How was the honeymoon? It was amazing. Over the first <laughs> we get to the mountains, the first thing we do, me and my wife play Edward Forty Hands. Now, you didn't play true Edward Forty Hands. She didn't drop him. Okay. We didn't tape him. You didn't tape him, but you can't drop him. Okay. You can't drop him. <laughs> Whose idea was Edward Forty Hands? It's Georgia's idea. You can buy 40s in Georgia. Oh, shit. You're right. <laughs> And oh, I have I, I have two forties illegally sitting in my fridge right now. Nice of what like Bud what Bud, Bud Light Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I should got the O the O E the old English mm. did it right. <laughs> yeah, the, the malt the heavy malt liquor heavy forty malt liquor <laughs> and then sma- after like if you win uh, Edward Forty Hands, I think you should be able to smash them regardless of where you're at. I mean, I was in the woods. I probably could have done that. It's true, but I'll tell you what the. Um, and this is the joke I did not tell you about before the podcast. Okay. I had no idea a Fortnite was a brand of hot tub. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? Nobody got... Think, think about your, your best man speech. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, you're going to Maine because you're going to banger for a Fortnite. Right. Banger Maine. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that part of the joke makes sense. Right. I fucked my wife in a hot tub. Maine. <laughs> a fortnight is two weeks. I thought it was four days. Or something like that. It's No, it's two weeks. It's whatever a, a, a fort takes to... Sorry, Jesse. I know <laughs> I just gave up a big a secret. But, but I'm pretty sure a fortnight is four days because it takes that many nights to siege a fort. No, no, no. Fortnight, two weeks. A period of two weeks. Eh. Like that's always So apparently that's how long it takes to siege a fort. Fortnight. Fortnight. Fortnite. Oh, thank you, Google. Thank you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, strangely pronunciation. Used, it, used in the, uh, to indicate something that will take place two weeks after that day. Mm. We're not even two weeks away Here's from the, the wedding. Problem. I got that joke. Like I like the the joke that I made for like okay for the podcast. The, the joke that I made. Yes, we're talking about the wedding for the second week in a row. Yeah, yes. fuck it. But I'm here, so yeah, yeah. Go fuck yourselves. Like okay, there's a skip ahead button on your iTunes thing. If don't not, do it though, it's funny. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, look, we're making it funny. We're, <laughs> we're we're mixing a couple fucks and shits in there. We're all drinking. Um, if, the the joke that I found, I got off like a it was like a British. Kind of uh, like I could tell it was a Brit that was making. Of a course, it's very dry. So yeah, it was, it was a dry thing. So like uh, I saw the joke, I was like, ah, that's funny. That was one of the funnier jokes. So it was the one I remembered, and then I told it to like a couple of the groomsmen. They're like, 
oh, dude, you put that in. I'm like, you, th- you think so? Yeah, you but our groomsmen are rather intelligent people. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, Bangor is also like a place in Europe that that's like more well-known than Bangor, Maine. Uh, like, I knew of Bangor, Maine immediately. That's what I thought. Like, I thought, okay. Although but, you did pick a very obscure state. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I could, but uh, like, what could I say? Like, uh, I'm going to make her Des Moines like Iowa. The, the Well, the original joke was going to be... Uh, uh, ups and downs, most of them in bed. You know, your way, your marriage will have many ups and downs. May most of them be in bed. Although I, I do have to say, between Kyle and Jesse's uh, maid of honor, Bobby, we had some fucking killer, killer speeches. For real, like Jesse's dad knocked it out of the park. I love my dad very much, Her but dad. He, he was very nervous. Yeah, He's, so was I. Wait, you didn't show it though. Oh man, I was so nervous. I was like, like I was because I was walking around the whole dance floor and everything. I was nervous. Well, uh, well, all right. To get a little sensitive on this podcast, I really did not know you were going to incorporate all the emotions that you did. Yeah, Uh, that's a part of a good best man. You gotta make you gotta make them laugh. You gotta make them cry. I will say this much: as as my wedding went, I cried most for a my wife. Yeah. Be Kyle. <laughs> oh, I'll toast to that. Yeah. How about hey, that? drink if you even got him. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, so much gin. <laughs> yeah. So much gin. All right. So I don't know. I don't I don't want to bore people two weeks in a row. Like it's it's interesting to Nick and I and it's interesting to our immediate friends, but I don't want to bore everybody with, with wedding details. But it's just, it's an exciting thing. Nick got married and we're all kinda we're happy. Yeah, for I'm him. a husband. Yeah, he's a husband. <laughs> As I told him at wait, the wait, wedding, wait. I can correlate this to sports. Literally, my wedding band has lightning bolts on He's it. Got, it's got lightning bolts on it. <laughs> I will tweet a picture out that later. And like, as I said to Nick, at, right after he got married, it now costs money to break up. Yeah, <laughs> literally the best quote of the night. Well, actually, it was the, the morning after. We're getting ready to go on our honeymoon, and we're decorating the car, and everybody's laughing and smiling, and Kyle comes out nonchalantly and says, now it costs money to break up. And then he <laughs> walks away, like drops the mic. That is exactly that. That was like Kyle's last quote to me. <laughs> you know, you know the speech I wrote down. I put actually put like to drop the mic. <laughs> but I was like, nah, that's a nice mic. I don't want to fuck this up. I don't want to fuck this shit up. We know about mics now. Yeah, yeah, that was a thing. Like, oh, I got I will, the mic. I was like, hey, I know how to use you. But I will say this much for all the speeches. You knew how and where to position the mic. Yeah, everybody else was kind of lost with the thing. They were just kind of down here, like, like holding it against their tits and nah, shit yeah, like that. Get it right up on the yeah. Gotta get, get it right up on the face. Gonna, gonna, what's what's up, guys? Oh God, this is how I use a mic. Okay, where, right. okay. sports, sports. This is a sports podcast. Uh, what was the okay? So we, I haven't talked to you since we won against Dallas. Is what happened? Oh my God, yeah. I haven't talked to you in two weeks, and we won two in a row. Yeah, we won two in a row. Uh, Dallas, and then we beat Matt Castle and Mark Sanchez. Ooh. Wait a second, but we did break a record. Okay, what's that? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a record for the longest running streak without multiple wins in a row. And that lasted back. That was our first two wins. That was, that was the first win. No, that was the first back-to-back win since like 2007. I might be misquoting the year, but we did have the longest active streak in the NFL for not having multiple wins. I, th- I don't know. I f- for some reason I thought that we had back-to-back wins earlier this year, but I guess I'm wrong. No, nope. maybe it was back-to-back home wins or something. Or no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't even that. I don't know what the fuck. Okay, never mind. It was a home win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a home win. <laughs> a home win. That was. The but good- yeah, the the Bucks finally broke that that long snide of. 
not having well you know what we always talk about on this podcast about what's the difference between last year and this year Mm -hmm. and i'll tell you this last year we would not we won two games this year no no last year we would not have beat two backups that's correct. <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought that up because the difference between last year and this year is Jameis Winston. No, okay, uh, last of. year, if, if this if this if this Eagle game was played last year, it would have been the other way. It would have been 45 to 17 Eagles, and I know this because uh, as soon as the you know we go we. Uh, uh, the Eagles come out and they get the early touchdown against mm-hmm. us, and we fold in a in, a, in spectacular fashion. I mean, they they completely uh, they make a great play uh, that um, cuts our defense in half. Yes, but they shouldn't have the ball at that point in time because it should have been our ball. Well, that's true because his knee was down. That is true, but you know they they still. They still uh, uh, made a great play. Yeah, once they got the other side of the fifty, they definitely beat us. Right. Uh, and then we go and we we go three and out the next series, and I'm like, oh god, here, here it goes go. again. Here it goes, like here we go. You and the rest of the Bucks fans, right? Uh, but sh- uh, surely enough, our defense makes a stop, and then Doug Martin comes out eventually, and, and, <laughs> and goes all Duggernaut on. Goes everybody. all goes all Duggernaut, runs it all the way fucking Although, down. In classic Buck fashion, he has the longest run in Buccaneers franchise without a touchdown. What's that? Oh, Doug Martin? 84 yards. Interesting. It's like, well, because you remember last year when Vincent Jackson had that 90-yard reception and then and didn't get and didn't score. And then we went 3 and out to kick a field goal. Right. No. Or did we go for it on fourth and miss uh, it? I can't remember. I don't think all, I, all I know is we didn't score a touchdown there. I don't think. Yeah, we did that. We definitely did not score a touchdown on that on that drive. So it's just in complete Bucks fashion, we're going to do really really good but not score. No, I didn't think that. No, at that point, see, at at the point of the, of the Doug. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. number Zach, eight. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Zach Ertz. Z- Zach Ertz is basically dead on the that's field. That's right. Although I gotta say, him walking off really did relax me because holy shit, I didn't think he was gonna walk off. Concussion protocol. Yeah, concussion protocol. Well, no, he fell on his neck. I mean, John was almost like my keg stand. I watched the. Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> I watched the. <laughs> I watched the uh, we we dropped Nick on his head for a cake stand, but I w- and then fucking laughed at me instead of picking me up. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I w- uh, I was watching the game with Jonathan and, and I broke out the old thing that I usually do with you, like you and I do whenever someone gets hurt against the on the opposite team. We're all like, oh, geez. you know what? You should really you should rest really him. He, rest he should, of the game. He he should be out the rest. He of the does game, not need to least. be in for the rest of the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is he needs to rest that injury up. I'm concerned about his health. Yeah, that's how it needs to happen. Yep. Uh, but to get back to my original point, I mean, this felt like a blowout game. Like last year, this would have been a blowout game. Yeah, like, this I'm, was a blowout, ma- blowout game in the making. Right. I'm 100% sure that, th- that that's what this would have been. But our defense goes out, stops Mark Sanchez, gives the ball back to our offense, and then our offense drives down and gets a touchdown to, to uh, Mike not, Evans. Not a field goal. Not a field goal, but a touchdown. But a touchdown. Right. After that, after the huge Doug Martin run, which kind of, which just kind of maybe settled the team down a little. I'm like, okay. Okay, so I, I have a stat for you. Okay, what's that? Jameis Winston, five for five in the red zone with five touchdowns this week or <laughs> yeah. last week, rather. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was good. He did. I mean, if I've never seen a player in this league, granted, I have only really been concentrating on the Bucks and and the a- NFC South, right? But I've yet to see a player acknowledge 
from week to week. Oh, I made that mistake. Well, won't do that again. Right. Yeah. I. I mean, well, Cam <laughs> Cam Newton comes to mind. He has a he had a great rookie season. RG three also comes yes, to mind. Yes, but he it's... regressed. He's he Cam Newton is the definition for sophomore slump. Yeah. He has. He, he has. Well, actually, regret. no. I take that back. Well, his RG three is oh, the RG3, definition. Yeah. For but I'm just saying, slump. Cam Cam Newton's defense definitely bails him out a lot of the time. Oh yeah, too, as well. well so. I mean, that has to be some something has to be said about that because the Carolina Panthers' defense is better than ours. Yeah, definitely. Oh, most definitely. Well, like, grant, for yeah, sure. Granted, they're ten and zero, but yeah. still. <laughs> but no, like. Uh, but you know, we have the same exact rec- uh, uh, schedule. As the Carolina Panthers. So anybody out there saying hmm. the Bucks? Are, do we really? Think no, it. it can't be the exact. Well, it's, it's, it's dude. Uh, they're in the, they're in our division. They play the exact same. The, the only difference they have is we play Carolina twice and they play Tampa Bay twice. That's it. Hmm. Because they play the same week NFC uh, South and the AFC South. No, what's the Cowboys in NFC East? Uh, NFC East. Yeah, yeah, we they play the week NFC East and the week AFC South, just like we do. Just like AL East, you can like yeah. I, it, it's it, seriously, it's fuck. You're right. They play our exact same so schedule. So anybody? Oh, if, well, they had the they had the Packers. They played the Packers. In so there. do we? No, we played the Bears this year. Oh, that's our that's our NFC North opponent. Well, then there's a big difference in our schedule. That's a, that's a pretty big difference. Regardless, one, one disregarding game. that one game, it's uh, it's a mirror. Well, image. to this to this day, they've. That, well, I can't say that because they beat the Packers and we haven't played the, the Bears yet. Anywho, they have the relatively the same schedule that we do, and they're undefeated. Hmm. And they're considered a very good team. Yet oh, wait, I'm sorry, Seahawks as well. They played the Seahawks too. I don't know who we played in the, in the uh, West. Rams. Rams. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this much. If, if they're legitimate at 10-0... Then we're something to be reckoned with at five and five. I'm not saying we're at nearly as good as them because we literally have won half the games they have. I mean, thirty we uh, thirty seven twenty three the last time we played them. I mean, a lot of our points were scored in garbage time, but I mean, we still. But I, so were theirs. Like they had ten yeah. points in garbage time. Yeah, that, that game was a that was a really weird game against the Panthers that we played. There was a lot of things that just went the Panthers' way in that <laughs> game that yeah. we just that was beyond our control. But. I, you know, we're, we're playing the Panthers the last game of the season this year, and they're 10-0, and 0, and they're going to be resting starters. I was about to say, there's a us. decent chance we're going to be playing Derek Anderson again. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this much. Rather than last year, I feel like we're ready for Derek Anderson. I, I absolutely. We're going to – if if the Panthers – like I don't make I don't make a lot of calls on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I never I'm like I don't like to do that. But if the Panthers are resting starters week ten, we win. Or not week ten, but week, you know, six, week 17, six, 17. seventeen. Yeah, we win. Uh, we win. We're gonna win. That, that's that's my that's my bold prediction. I will say this much: I apparently Levante David listens to Word of the Bay because he has made you eat every single word about him ever since you brought it up. He got up. me excited. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. David, would you like to come on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but ever since you called him out for being like, I remember the rant specifically. You're like, what? What talent? What prospect? What has he done? Why is he on the side of the stadium? And literally, in the three weeks since then, he's shown you. <laughs> he's starting to get it. He's really starting to get like... His responsibility, what his responsibility is in this defense. Well, no, and and I know we had the D team because we had David Deal. Yeah. (laughs) Pointed it out, though. He's saying, I'm pretty sure that this guy 
is starting to trust. Wait, 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 Marquise. Juan Alexander. Marquise, uh, he's on. He's he's live with us on yeah, Marquise. Uh, what was uh, David Deal? Is that the B? Is that the D team? Like he know Marquise. Oh yeah, this is literally this the is X. The guy that yeah, knows. Yeah, 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 he knows. I'm, uh, that's either the D or E team. <laughs> so what? So what was what was he saying? But he said he's Levante David is starting to trust Quan Alexander. He's starting because to trust the defense. I mean, he's he's starting to do his his goddamn job in the defense. I mean, for for the last. A uh, few weeks, he was doing everybody else's job, and he was he was trying to be all over the field. But that's my exact point: is the fact that he's starting to trust his supporting cast to do their job, mm-hmm. so he can be that ball hawking linebacker that everybody assumed he was. He's doing a lot better. He is doing a lot better, and um, it's it's you know it's kind of a credit to everybody. Uh, like a lot of people ask me, like wh- like where are the improvements on the defense? And uh, uh, here they are. Uh, they, you know that we. We kept the oh, who are the fuck playing the goddamn highlights. We uh, we kept the Giants down until that last drive. Cowboys, uh, you know, we we limited Cowboys and Des Bryant beat the Falcons. We limited. I, yeah. I mean, we squashed. Had them. a chance. We should have beat the Giants. We really should. We really should have beat the time. David Deal. He said David Deal was hideous. You're being warned. He's so bad. Matt Millen is. What else? What does he say? Matt Millen. Is calling, he's calling this Sunday for us instead. Ah, okay. Mm. Matt Millen, bad as a GM, okay as an announcer. He <laughs> he said the, the F team. Yeah, he was part of the team. He was he was part of the 0616 team, right? He was. Oh yeah, he was the, he was GM, the GM for the for Detroit, team, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, who was the head coach? You know this, uh, Mary or not Mariucci, but um. Defensive coordinator. Yeah, uh, Marinelli. Yeah, Rod Marinelli. Rod Marinelli. There was a point I was going to make, and now I forget. David Deal's a dick. Yeah. Uh, The thing you're talking about with Winston, like Winston almost looks like he gets better from from week to week. It's it's almost like what you said, like, with like, okay, well, we can't score in the red zone. He's like, oh, we can't score in the red zone? Well, let me just kind of... So that's our issue? Let me put that into my my computer (laughs) brain and just like, we can score in the red zone now. It's it's like he found a fucking bobblehead in Fallout, and he's like, I now know red zone scoring. Yeah, no, it's like he... No, it's like he's he's Neo in the Matrix, and like he just uploads all that information to his brain. He's like, I now know how to score in the red zone. I know red zone offense. <laughs> okay, oh. and the and the Eagles were a, a good defense. I was just about That's to say defense. they were they were ranked in top ten, right? Yes, they were, and well, we were ranked in some sort of top ten as well. So. Yeah, but the difference is, is R D held, mm-hmm. whereas Philadelphia's gave up two hundred and thirty five rushing yards to Doug Martin. Uh, it was near Adrian Peterson's record. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, he's ranked second in the league right now. Second in the league, and he's ranked seventh in Pro Bowl voting. <sighs> yeah. Because he's a buck. <laughs> Not a fucking travesty. That's it. Because he's a buck. I saw that. That is literally box, it. Yeah. But I tell you what, if we go six and five, and I understand that five and five is a big thing for us, mm-hmm. but six and five, the Bucks being above 500 puts the rest of the NFL on notice because nobody gives a shit about us right now. We could very easily go. Five and six, right? Or no, 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 no. We could very, yeah, no. This we could very is, easily go five and six, five and seven, right? And then slip him to the obscurity. Bucks have done this before. Yeah, we've done this. Yeah. If we win, we haven't done this. We haven't sustained 
and gotten to the point where we're like, hey, guess what? Since the nine we're winning the games we're supposed to win. Yeah, since the I think the nine and seven Shiano season, I think it was, or something like the the last time we were nine and seven at our best the last time. So I have to I have to ask, and this is a topic I wanted to bring up as a main talking point. Uh huh. Clearly, we don't get rid of Lovey right now, right? No, like I've, he could lose the rest of the games this year. Marquise just said it too. Five and five shuts up the Lovey must go talk. And you know what? And I genuinely do respect a lot of the people that have said Lovey needs to go, right? Because I feel like they make fair points. I mean, they're 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 certainly getting their frustrations out, and I, and I but that's exactly what it is. That. It's frustrations, right? Yeah, you can't act on that sort of thing because it's like okay. We fire Lovey, and then we start over with personnel that Lovey brought in, with personnel that Shiano brought in, I and mean, even with personnel that Raheem Morris brought in. We fucking made a joke about it, about when when we had our um, bolts of fire. Joke? Sticks of fire? St- no, no, no. We had bucks Ooh, of fire. Oh, man. Episode bucks of fire. We got to talk sticks of fire a little bit. In a we'll, little bit. we'll get that in the second we'll half. Get, yeah, we will. I want to. I might even want to see if I can call up Anthony. And but, I'll say, on. but I'll say this much. We had... Enough people of enough importance on this show saying Lovey should go. Yes. Right? Absolutely. And, yeah. en- and enough people with enough know-how to right. trust them. Chris from Bucksbury said it. A lot of a lot of people that I respect a lot, on Twitter. Like, genuinely, like, a lot that, of people that I value their opinion. Yeah. That it said Lovey's got to go, and I didn't agree with them necessarily. No, no, no. And that's the point I was getting to is Kyle, literally, as soon as Chris hung up the phone, it was like, I don't believe. I don't agree I, with that. I mean, I I told him. I said, you know what? I I don't know that that's the right way to go. So you know what? I I have to say this. I was on the fire lovey train. I will completely jump in front of that bullet because my co-host Kyle here had faith. I got faith, and he's proven to be the wiser men of the two of us here because you didn't have the short sightedness to see a bad three and five team. Yeah. You saw the fact that Lovey had made improvements in nope. enough areas that we should have won most games. Right. Yeah, I mean, the, the Washington you could arguably game, we could easily be seven and three right now. You're There's got, two games we should have right. won. The Washington game, okay, that was a that was a collapse that was unacceptable, but we yeah. still yep. had a chance to win I the mean, game. Yeah, the game took, was in it our took, hands. It took Kirk Cousins to have the game of his fucking life to beat us. But not only that, but like we had the game in the palm of our hands to win. The game was ours to win. We controlled our own destiny and then yep. we let it out of our hands. The def- did the defense break down? Yes. Yeah. But did we have a chance to win the game? Yes, yes we did. Absolutely. Absolutely we did. The Texans game. Yes, we had a chance to win that fucking game. Carolina, no. Uh, Jameis threw too many inter- interceptions. If you turn the ball over that much, you're not going to win the fucking game. Uh, and uh, the Giants as well. I mean, the the, the Giants, we had the, our destiny in our hands. We could have we could have won that game, and we didn't. Um, however, like if I if, if if I was the the prophet on the last few podcasts, and if I'm the one that that was you know the you know the doer who 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 kind of played it cool. With the not fire lovey train, let me just put this out here for for everybody listening. And I'm sorry to be the one to have to say this, and I'm sorry, and, and I'm sorry that you guys have to hear this. But there are games left to lose this season. Yep. All this playoff talk, you're getting a little ahead of yourself. These, I'm sorry. These are these are eleven week fans, right? Talking about the end of the season. Yeah. The, I, as like, I get older, let, let let me remind you: the Bucks went nine and four. At one point in time. Right. And uh, 
Kyle, uh, refresh my memory. What happened at the end of that season? Oh, just the the worst collapse, the worst ever I've ever seen. <laughs> we we fucking lost four games and fired John Gruden. The worst, yes. <laughs> oh god, the worst collapse ever. Fucking oh. So Jesus. before everybody gets their dick all hard. Remember, this is five wins. Look, I'm saying that we were a bad team last year, and we are an improved team this year. And that is awesome, and I'm so happy with yes, that. Yes, I, mean, I, I agree. If we lose the rest of the, all, like every game out from this this year, I'll be pissed. I'll be absolutely pissed. <laughs> I will be fucking mad. And we're going to keep Lovey, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. However, I don't think that we're going to make the playoffs. So no, I not- potentially see I, – I really – I see a, a scenario in which we win – Realistically, two more games this year. Two more games is we go seven and nine, fair. and it's like, yeah, all right. Well, this was the Bucks. You're absolutely right, but you're absolutely no. I can't agree with you more. You're right. I mean, two two more games is is my ceiling at this point. Yeah. That's the best case scenario. And I'll say this much, Kyle. You and I really need to start investing in knee pads because on this show, not three weeks ago, we told Jonathan we would suck some. We would suck Lovey's dick. For f- uh, eight and eight. Yeah, shit. Let's get down here. <laughs> You're right. I would suck as It's true. It's, it's true. We're five and five right now. If we go 500 the rest of the season, I will show up at one buck place, knock on the door, and just put my knee pads on. Yeah, Marquise, I'll do it. He, Marquise is saying we go seven to nine or eight and eight. And I, I like that's that that'll be that would be great for me. Like that's a that was that's my, a win. That's, that's a win. That was my ceiling going into the season. I said eight and eight yeah, was at, great. You said at best we would be seven and nine. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I get it. We flip flopped on the show very a lot of times. So, well, fuck you. It's my show. I can do what I want. Hey, flip flopping just flip flopping just means that you are willing to admit that you were wrong before. Yeah, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. So I, I think, <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? I called Colts and fucking yeah. Uh, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> Half of my, well, actually three fourths. Uh, oh my god! I just realized I bet the Packers, Rams. Chargers was, and Colts. That was my four. Oh, well, I knew yeah, three I knew, of the four. Were I knew you were way off base with the Chargers. Yeah, but you know what I said in the beginning of the year? What's that? Phillip Rivers will have an elite quarterback year, which he's having. He's the only quarterback to have a 95-plus rating that's, on a 2-9 and nine team. You know, that's that's such a travesty that he's just so <laughs> He's, overlooked. like, on that team. Like, he's so good. <laughs> like, someone <laughs> fucking trade. Please, trade him. The only reason they have, like, winning records is because of him. Yep. Uh crazy seriously if if you put him on if you put him on the eagles their playoff team oh yeah for sure <laughs> or the rams yeah the rams but, will be unstoppable boom, Rivers. <laughs> jesus christ oh god Fucking, it, I, like it, it hurts me to think about that yeah god don't 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 trade him to the nfc please so yeah. can you please give him to new york so that j- the Jets can finally beat the the Patriots, please. Okay, off the top of your head, who's older, Philip Rivers or Tony Romo? Philip Rivers, think so? Yeah, I think t- I think Romo is, is no, older. no, 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 no. I've I've known about Rivers for Philip Rivers is thirty three, and Tony Romo is thirty one. Yeah, thirty five. God damn, nineteen eighty, nineteen eighty. Wow, I had no wow, that's doesn't that make you feel old? Yeah, it does. You know, I watched today. Actually, I didn't really get to watch it. I was watching at work, but it was the classics 1997 Super Bowl between uh New England and Green Bay. Yeah. Do you know who was on the New England Patriots in 1998? Brett Favre. Adam Vinatieri. Adam What what? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Dude's been playing for two decades. You want to feel old? 
Look at how many look how many active or players are still active from the 2007 draft. I know I know I always bring up the 2007 draft. Fuck because me. he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell not active. No. Joe Thomas he's I think I believe he's still active. Yeah, he's still active. Yeah, he's still uh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Gaines Adams famously dead. Uh, Levi Brown, I don't know. The Ron Landry, a gene. It's it's just it's just kind of interesting to me, like how old, like, or when you look at these guys, like some of the the key players yeah. from the 07 draft, all old guys. I mean, seriously, old. seriously, Patrick retired. This is this is just the top twenty. We have Calvin Johnson, Joe Thomas, Aaron or Adrian Peterson, Patrick Willis, Marshawn Lynch, Darrell Revis, like. Holy shit! Right, but when you look at those guys, like when you look, they're at those, all in twilight of their career. Yeah, you look at them. And, oh, those are old dudes. Yep. Yeah, isn't well, that crazy? Fucking! I heard on uh, NFL XM earlier today that Darrell Revis is over the hill. Oh yeah. And then it made me kind of occur to me. I was like, oh my god, they're right. We we had Darrell at like the the he, end of his peak. Yes, he was literally he just hit the hill and started going downhill. Right. Yeah. He, and he then, won. Well, he won. I think he won his Super Bowl. Yeah, and then we let him fucking the right walk. Time. And then we let him walk. Yeah, I think he at this point he's he's thirties. That's I mean he's got but he's got another five, maybe six years. I'll say this lucky. much. I think Darrell Revis won because of Belichick. Like he's a very, very good cornerback, but he Belichick set him up with so many surrounding supporting casts that he got to be what he was. Like now that he's on the Jets, it's like yeah, Revis Island, go go Revis, fucking fix it, and then Pierre Garcon fucking smokes him. And the only reason I know that is because I started Garcon against him, and he fucking beat the shit out of him. Um, the Garcon, Garcon, Bar Pierre Garcon. Pierre Garcon. I'm sorry, I'm t- I'm trying to text Anthony to see if, what he's up to. Do I'm, it, strike twice. Come on, on. somebody tweet at him. Hey, Anthony, <laughs> what, what are you doing? Are you? <laughs> He recently celebrated a birthday, so uh, to all those people who drink to this podcast, take a drink for Anthony, because he's one year away from legally drinking. Well, I want to get him on because uh, there was some shit that went down last week with the Sticks of Fire, and like, there's a lot of bullshit that kind of went down on Twitter, and I kind of want to have him on to get his side of it. Uh Uh-oh, does Scott hate us? No, he doesn't hate us, but I mean, there's there's just some shit that happened. Anyways... um, I guess to recap this this whole side of the the podcast, uh, I say I say get prepared, Bucks fans, for a lot more win or for a lot more losses. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. I, it's I'm I'm fully prepared to to lose this week against Hasselback. At the same time, I think this is this is a game. They're we, fucking we three win. and zero with Matt Hasselback. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for all you people who think, oh, we got a backup, like they're better with Matt Hasselback than they were, were with a broken Andrew Luck. Yeah, you're you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and everybody's like, oh, well, fucking at least we're not playing Andrew Luck. Well, at least Hasselback's completely healthy. Yeah, and lest, lest all of you motherfuckers forget Hasselback played in a Super Bowl and should have won the Super Bowl. He yeah, what, he should have won it. And then Steelers. Roethlisberger went ahead and raped a ref. Steel- oh, okay. That's, that's what happened, up. right? Uh, hot. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay. All right. So uh, one more thing about the Bucks. So we got a new power rankings came out. Oh, two more things. I want to uh, after you do the power rankings things. I, I'll I want to bring something else up. The Bucks are fifteenth in power, according to NFL. But yeah, one one of the experts, and I throw the air quotes up very strongly for experts, had us ranked twelfth. Kyle, remind me how many teams make the playoffs? Uh, that would be six from each conference, from, which makes uh, twelve. Twelve, yes. Which means. According to that expert, 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a playoff team, which everybody... No. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. But but you know what we are? What's that? We are a playoff team 11 weeks in. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll Because you know what? Nothing counts 11 weeks in. In, in, in closing, or, okay, one more thing with the Bucks, and then we'll close it out. Yeah, no, 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 keep going. And then we'll close it out. Okay, so Doug Martin's in his contract year. I mean, what do you, I mean, this is the whole, we, we're talking about it with Stamkos and with, with, uh, fucking, with, we, uh, we sign him and he sucks. I don't know. Like, if we don't, if, if, if we don't re sign Doug Martin, I'm not really too heartbroken. If we do, awesome. Yeah. Well, I think it has a lot to do with Chris Sims. Chris Sims. Charles Sims. Charles Sims. Charles Why Sims. do I always fault uh, Chris Sims Spleens, used to play for us? Yeah, 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 yeah. Surge, Green. Uh, <laughs> Spleens are green. Spleens. Well, Sims provides us with a very, very comfortable security blanket. And Bobby Rainey is Somewhat. not the most... It, honestly, you got to think about one, two, and three. I can't think through the NFL who has a more NFL-ready... Backfield. Here's what I between think. Doug Martin, Charles Sims, and Bobby Rainey. I Jr. mean, that's a that's a great three headed monster. It really is. Yeah, uh, I think with with regards to Doug Martin, if we lose him, we can just we can always go out and draft the dude and just you know who's going to be almost as good. Yeah, Marquis says Martin is gone. Hey, I I I, I, I can't argue with that though. Yeah, neither I can can't. I. It's if because gone, you know the money gone. he's get, the, the money he's going to ask for, we're not going to pay him. Right. And but the, the see the premium on running backs is not what it used to be. It's in the not. NFL, he's no. gonna he's gonna be extremely valuable in fantasy and not so much in real life. Look at Demarco Murray, like the perfect example of like he got he went and got his cash and now he's what what is he doing? And what is he doing exactly? Yeah, yeah. I think running backs aren't what they used to be. You don't you don't see him drafted first nope. round unless your name is Todd Gurley. No, I mean and, fuck. You can argue. You can genuinely argue that a. A very good number two wide receiver is more valuable than a top tier running back. Yeah, yeah. Marquise is bringing up a lot of good points. I mean, you see, you see, like dudes like uh, Darren Sproles and Reggie Bush. Who, They're fine. They do great. Who were pl- yeah big playmakers, but just seem to never find like one solid. No, team. no, no. I mean, like they they do fine in their career, right? Oh, and they did. Where are they other than the 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 the, the depths of obscurity? Uh, but Doug Martin did come out today and say that like he's building a whole, he, like he built a home in Tampa. Tampa great, he's, like, committed. To yeah, Tampa. it's fun. Aaron Rodgers, uh, A Rod did too. It's a great place to live in the off season. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm prepared. I'm fully prepared. To Don't lose fuck it. That's not something to weigh on, dude. You have enough money to buy a house in the Tampa area. Congratulations. Real tales cheap. Yeah, I'd like to keep him. It'd be awesome, but I, I, I don't, I don't really see it. it it'll be tough to keep him. Yeah. And whatever. Mm. We'll go draft a dude. We'll be fine. We got Jameis. As long as we got Jameis, I think it'll be fine. I, I, I wanted to bring up a would you question. What's that? Would you trade Jameis Winston for J.J. Watt straight up? No, fuck no. Get the fuck out of here. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, no way. No way. Wait, what? Are you, who's, who's, whose chairs are these? <laughs> not my chairs. Not is, my problem. Not my chairs. Not my problem. What is this fucking, fucking Johnny Balloon hands? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I gotta ask, why isn't that worth it? Because JJ Watt is uh, what five years in this career. Let's just five years in his career plus. Let's just let's just look at the wins above replacement uh, for the two guys. I mean, we won two games last year without Jameis, and with Jameis, we're, we've we've already won five. I mean, there's no no way I would ever do that. I, I guarantee you, Marquise is yelling at his radio. He right says now. no. Period. 
No. Oh, wow. No. Wow. I really thought, I really, really thought J.J. Watt would bring more argument than Jameis Winston. Really. I really, really did. Because the one nah, thing J.J. Watt him. has going for him is consistency. Well, we don't know yet with Jameis. I mean, Jameis could, could very well, this could just be a flash in the pan, and he could go out next year and have a shitty year. He and, could. And, he and could. be a, a complete bust. I'm willing to admit that. that I, but I don't think that's going to happen. But it's, uh, you know, I, I still. It's I was a possibility. Still, but the, yeah, but the ceiling is higher for Jameis. I think J.J. Watt, we're at, we're, we're at least touching his ceiling. He's, he's the, reason, the reason I feel like you choose Jameis over J.J. Watt is because the position of quarterback is more valuable than defensive rusher. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was, yeah. <laughs> so what if they gave us J.J. Watt and T.J. Yates? No, James. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about anybody on the Houston, Texas. Yeah, you can uh, like you could you could give me you could say Tom Brady. What, what if Jameis. it was Davian Clowney and JJ? Fuck Watt. yourself. No, so you're telling Jameis. me you have you have Jaquise Smith, Gerald McCoy, JJ Watt, and Jadavian Clowney? Yeah, think about that. <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna think about it because. Uh, who are you going to double team? Fuck. I, I'm not a quarterback <laughs> in this goddamn town. I've never ridden for a good quarterback. I've had I've had 10 years of a that's good defense. I've, I've had Warren Sapp. Fuck this. Yeah. Warren Sapp played for my team. I'm tired. Like, that's old news. I want a quarterback. I've done this. Yeah. We had a block 99. He was we better. Got, we got a guy. He looks good. Fucking play that guy. <laughs> Fuck. Do you, see, do you see how starved for a quarterback this city is. Oh, we're so starved. Like it, literally, we have nothing to guarantee that that Jameis Winston might be anything better than above average. Dude, he is and he is <laughs> he's literally the best we've got. Look, man, <laughs> I've gone on this podcast before and said I'm not like the number Jameis's number one fan. You are now. But he is he is something like I've never ever seen before. Like I I've like Josh Freeman in his first year looked like dog shit. <laughs> like Jameis Winston looks like a like a fucking Hall of Famer Ooh. in his first year. He said TJ Yates can beat out Glennon. I disagree strongly. Think so? Yeah, I yeah, think Mike. I, I think, think Glenn is solid. I think Mike Glennon might be the best backup in the NFL. He's the best backup in the NFC. Marquise, South, I'm, I'm going to call you out on that because I'm pretty sure Mike Glennon would start on at least a third of the teams in the NFL. I cannot say the same about T.J. Yates. You know what? I want to go back to Jameis real quick. Right, but you know, you're right. Fuck, fuck you, Marquise. T.J. Yates. Fuck yourself. Second, are you just a Glennon hater? You're a Glennon hater. Free the giraffe. Uh, Free the giraffe. I think we need to trade Glennon. Yeah, we do. And then get like a veteran to like hang out with James. And you know what? <laughs> yeah. Because you know what? I really I really want to see Mike Glennon do well. So maybe we just trade him to New England. What do you think of the whole uh, the hunting ground thing on CNN where it came out? Like, it, uh, you know, James is threatening to sue the CNN because they aired the hunting ground because it's, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, I read that whole article about him. And the, the thing is, is. The biggest issue I have with it is the lead director for the, the, the documentary is a devout feminist. Yeah. Who, oh, well, who it's, it's, never explained the other side of the story. Yeah, it's a very biased It's a one-sided yeah. story. And I'm not saying this as a Winston fan. I'm not saying this as a Bucks fan. I'm not saying this as a Nulls fan. It got one-sided. Yeah. And any you can make anything. You could fucking make the fucking Third Reich sound worthwhile if you explain one side of the story. Right. I mean you're right. Yeah. Look at what look at what they did for for medicine and Yo, manufacturing. Look at it, it, it. 
Yeah. They made the fucking VW yeah, Beetle. They made, <laughs> they made aspirin. Yeah. Like, fuck okay. you guys. <laughs> Like, that doesn't tell the whole story. I've, and, I've and been reading a lot. Like, I, I know people are going to, like, fucking... Fucking educate us. Fine. No. I want to be on this pod. Like, if you want to call me out over something, bring your shit. Know your shit. Call me out on it, and I'll eat my words. I've just been, re- I've been reading up a lot on, on, the, whole, on the whole case of, uh, of Jameson uh, uh, Kleinsman. And, like, I've, I've come to, this, to, to the conclusion that there is fuckery afoot on both accounts. There like, is. There's, two, like, there's two, two parts of the story that just... There's fuckery foot on her her account on his account. It just doesn't make sense. It, you know what it sounds like to me? Two very young people got into a situation neither of them wanted, and neither's pride wanted yeah, to back down. It, there's a there's a lot of they're like no 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 he fucking raped me. No 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 no. She was easy. She wanted to be in here. I I I feel like two rear, very young people got drunk and video got involved. Shit, That's yeah, it. Shit went down that night. And I don't know. I don't know. Like none of us can say beyond a shadow of a doubt what the fuck happened. No. Um, and and anybody, again, like a, like anybody, a, anybody pretends to though, you're fucking lying to yourself, right? And I, I don't. I don't say you're pretend to. I'm just saying that like my my politics are such that I I side more with with the victim. But yeah. you know, I understand. Especially if you decide, in rape. Yeah, yeah I, get I, I, I get it. If you decide more with Jameis, that's fine. I've I've read I've read articles on both sides. So I, I mean, at this point, it's like. There's fuckery afoot. Yeah, but the thing accounts. is, is Kyle, as a person, you're a very definitive opinion. I try to be, I, but I try to be pragmatic about the whole thing. I, I like you're I, right. I try to look at both sides and like, okay, both sides have points. Like, but as soon as you find a good side, you usually stick to it. I can't find a good side. There, exactly. This yeah. whole situation, I think it's been like, well, he might have, he might not have. Yeah. Every time I'm like, well, fuck Jameis, he's fucking raped her. Like, something else comes out. People like, come out. I'm like, oh, have you read this, this, and this? I'm like, no, I haven't. Let me read it. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, you're right. I guess. Yeah, you, and then I'm like, well, maybe she lied. And like, some people come, like, people well, have you come read this, this, yeah, and this? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. fuck, yeah. He fucking that, raped her. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, I I hate to ride the fucking fence, but it's, no, I mean, no, that's no. just how I put am. it perfectly. It's a classic he said, she said. It is a classic he said, she said. There's, there's just, I, I can't. Look, anybody here thinks they'll find the bottom of this? You won't. Look, I can't, I can't sit here and say that he raped her so much as I can sit here and say, that he didn't. So it's to me. It's just like I don't. I don't fucking know. It's a wash. I don't know. Don't fucking know. I'll say this much: it, all those people who were okay with Ben Roethlisberger coming back in the league, there's more evidence against him than so there sad. is against Jameis Winston. Dude, if 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 OJ Sips had killed Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman when he was 25 and still in the prime of his career, he would have got Bill would got another five ten years at him. Oh yeah, <laughs> really easy. They would have been like, "No, nah, he clearly didn't do it. Look oh, at him. Look at his forty speed. He clearly didn't do it. Fuck a travesty." Yeah, but yeah. you know what? The, oh, NFL, the NFL also wouldn't have said, "Hey, don't try on that glove." Yeah. Well, I mean, he had Robert Kardashian. <laughs> Why would you do that though? Like, oh, it fits. Well, that wasn't supposed to happen. Look at this coinky dink. How do? We... <laughs> well, look at this. <laughs> uh... What do you think of Jameis getting the third stringer job? Or not Jameis, but... Uh, Menzel? Menzel. I'll say this much. Is it a bad thing that he partied? No. Not at all. But you don't get to go through rehab and then come out and do that on your bye week. Yeah. I mean... But there is speculation that that wasn't the bye week. So we're we're playing with like an incomplete deck of cards right now. So I will say, I will say this much. If it turns out that that was last week... 
during the bye week. He just got awarded the starting job. He literally just had Mike Pettin announce that he was a starter for the rest of the season. So what does he do? He goes back to his old ways and fucking parties it up. That sucks. He deserves it. But if it, if it turns out that that fucking film was from the offseason before he went into rehab... Uh, the entire city of Cleveland has a bunch of crow to eat. No, I, I think th- this is my this is my take on it. Like, if if I said, Nick, you're getting too drunk every podcast. I need you to stop drinking every podcast. You're like, oh, dude, yeah, I, really? I completely believe it. Yeah, yeah I got it. you know what? Yeah, dude, yeah, okay, I'm gonna stop. And then next podcast, you're drunk, and I'm like, well, okay. Seriously, you clearly like you didn't stop drinking every podcast, and you know, and you just kept doing it. And like I asked you to stop, and you just kept doing it. That's yeah. basically Menzel to the Browns. Like, there's nothing wrong with him partying, going out no. and doing all that bullshit. As a person, as a as person, a, as an adult, he's as an fine. Adult, he's fine. But as a professional football player, show that you are falling it. short. Yeah, show that you're accountable. Show that you've learned a lesson. And which, this is the, which is the one thing he clearly is not able is, to this do. This is what got me blocked by Steve White because, like, he he like he tweeted something about it. And I responded to it of just saying, like, you know, it wasn't so much this as it was that. And he's like, "Well, if you would have heard my timeline thirty minutes earlier, you would have like his his basic argument is that like I like, of course I knew that. I'm too, I'm too smart for for that. I'm Steve White. I'm Steve White. Don't you I don't know? know. I, I, I from from my limited experience with, with Twitter. Exposes me as to one thing: is as soon as you make a point, you're blocked. I've always known. I've always thought he was such a cool dude. Like he was like I was so like I liked Steve Woods so much, and like I, the way I talk, like I'm at work, so like I just log on to Twitter and like there's my timeline, and I'm like let me just re- like I see this, I'm gonna and respond I'm, like, to this, let me respond to this, like uh, like let me just kind of like make a point. And if you think it's a stupid point, you could just fucking ignore me or just do something like that. But he like chose to be like. Oh man, it was just it was such a like a shit show of like him just like calling out the semantics of me calling out his tweet of like oh, the captain obvious and if you would like oh fuck smart you. smart people perceived smart people don't like to be called out. He's just yeah. Well he called himself he's like, I'm smarter than you. It's like okay. Have you ever seen that like subreddit called R slash very smart? Oh, I am very smart. I am yeah. very smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clearly very smart. Well, all you needed to respond with is like a king who needs to proclaim he's cl- king is no king. Th- is no king. You're exactly <laughs> right. You have to say that you're smart. You might not be smart. Uh, hey, hey, wait, listeners of Word of the Bay. We're not very smart. Just make I'm not we, smart. We are extremely passionate, and that's about as far as it gets. We always say, hey, we don't we don't claim to be smarter than you. Yeah, but fuck you, it's fact. It's, it's yeah, it's <laughs> fact. Yeah, you, you come at me, bro. Uh, let's take a let's take a quick break so we can reset the mixer so uh <clears throat> so Marquise doesn't have to be out of the out of the live broadcast and we'll do a quick commercial and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little, you know, a little some other sports. A little ice hockey. Yeah. Audible trial.com slash shark. And if you didn't understand that, go to www.audibletrial.com slash shark to get your free audio trial. It's a 30 day free trial. We have over 180,000 titles to choose from. 180,000. You get a free book on us and you get to keep it, regardless of your status with Audible. If you decide to hey, take it, yeah, hey, listen to Navi. <laughs> If you hey and all listen. the way over to Audible, Audible and listen to a book, you get to keep it for free. Wow! Did you hear last week when God was on the podcast? Yeah, I did. God was 
God was good. Navi's good Navi's better. It's good dude. God's pretty good though. So I, I just learned that Audible recently put all the Harry Potter series on uh, their website. Uh, like up until Bro. now, when I was when I was saying go listen to all the Audible Harry Potters, like that wasn't on Audible. He literally was lying. Turns out they're all on Audible now. And guess what? Fucking Jim Dale's narrating them, and he does what? The, what? He won an award. He won a Grammy for doing the last Harry Potter for doing uh, the uh, the the last one. Deathly Hollows. Deathly Hollows. Part two. Yeah. <laughs> Got the because, fucking. Wait a second. Deathly Hollows was just one part. Deathly Hollows as a book. Sorcerer's Stone, the Elder Wand, and then it's the Cloak of Invisibility. You put them all together. It's the cookie. It's the fucking <laughs> Deathly Hollows. It's look, no. It's just a cookie. Death. If you look at it, it's just a big cookie. Death was fucking with people, man, and he gave one dude a fucking invisibility cloak, gave one dude the Elder Wand, and gave one dude the fucking Stone of the Resurrection Stone. Yeah. And. Uh, they all got caught, apparently. All got caught. Wait, teaser. They all got fucking ganked in the Harry Potter series. Yeah. If you want to hear that shit, you can hear Jim Dale tell it to you on audibletrial.com slash shark. Yeah, and then you can just imagine Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe snapping the Elder Wand and throwing it into a ravine. Expecto Patronus to Boom. you. Bam. So go to audibletrial.com slash shark. If you have an Android, iPod, Kindle, MP3 player, anything you want, if you got something for Christmas and you need something to put it on, uh, go there and do that. Go there and do that shit. Do that now. So once hey, again, you know what? It's for free. It's for free. It's for the price of free. So uh, if you don't like it, sorry. It's free. It's free for you. Free for me. Autopatrol.com slash shark. Hey. Hey, we're back. <laughs> it's my line, son. Hey, fine. Say it. We're well. <laughs> You fucked it up. Sorry. <laughs> I, um, I know we went a little bucks heavy in the first most of the podcast. I don't want to say half, but most. Right. But I will say this much. Tempe Lightning, you guys aren't doing much to impress me. So I'm not going to talk about you nearly as much as I should. And it's the Raves off season. So titties and beer. Pretty much. I will uh, say this much. Tyler Johnson made his glorious return to the lineup tonight against the L.A. Kings. He's been out for a few games, and uh, so far right now it's 0-0 through the second. So Actually, it's 0-0 through the second. Oh, all right. So, <laughs> I just want to correct you. Last week, there was some shit talk because the, the, the Bolts played two straight home games. Yep. Uh, a win against the uh, the Rangers, and then it went against the Ducks. The Quacks. The Quacks. Quack. And uh, Sticks of Fire came under fire because of the, the treatment of old Hank Lundquist. Oh, 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 oh Lundquist. I guess, I guess they, were, they were throwing a little shade at Lundquist after one goal, kind of taunt him. And, you know, it was, it, you know, they, they, they kind of uh, got I did, themselves. I did not hear this, actually. Yeah. Well... I'll say this much. Hey, Sticks of Fire, you keep fighting the good fight. Henrik Lundqvist is about as useful to me as Mike Smith, John Graham. Hmm, who else? What, Wait, what, what, list? Get, what are you getting at? He's a backup fucking goalie who did shit for us. I don't give a shit who he went to. What he did, he did jack shit while he was here. You know what he did? 
he got benched by an AHL starter yeah. during the playoffs. Yeah. That's what he did. Fuck him. That's what I say. I don't know. Lundquist is, isn't somebody I would shed a tear for. Yeah, I, I get that. But a lot of a lot of folks are, are saying that, um, you know, it's kind of uh, there, there are people that are saying that the sticks of fire are dividing the fan base. They're dividing the fan base of the people that like the sticks of fire and people that don't like the sticks of fire. OK, well, you know what? I will say this much. Those people who are on the side of we don't like the six of fire. Gotta close this window. There's literally, literally, Lit- literally, no other option for you. So you can either support. What do you mean no, what do you mean, no other option? Is there any other cheering fan base on the Tampa Lightning yeah, I know about? But a lot of people would say that why the fuck do we need a cheering fan base? Because the general population isn't organized enough. That's why. No, we're we're organized just fine. I mean, we the the Olin Kritz okay hockey years. We didn't have the sticks of fire, and we still drew well. I mean, mm. we didn't always need sticks of fire. You don't. But I will say this much: since they've come onto the scene, they have been a focal point for the Tempe Lightning. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, and for the large part, I would say it's good. The Sticks of Fire have organized us in a way, shape, or form, whatever you choose to call it, that's been improved compared to what we were. Right. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, and I, I Marquise, I couldn't agree with you more. Their chants are rather hokey, but there are chants. They are there every night, and they are a loud, unified voice. Now... Can you really critique a fan base that has a dedicated enough system of fans to go there every night, Mm -hmm. sing and cheer the same chants over and over again, and be belligerent enough to root against a ref or a goalie that happened to have a good call or happened to be part of our team? Yeah. I can fully support the Sticks of Fire because of how blindly they follow the Tampa Bay Lightning. That is, a, that is a cheering section after my own heart. Because you know what? And Scott said it best. You put a Lightning player in the box. Fuck you. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Because you know what? In my opinion, Six of Fire, they're fanatics. Now, and that's the whole term for fans. Nick, I, I will say that, that I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly, but I mean, I it, 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 it would can't agree with me wholeheartedly and say but. It will. It would be a podcast <laughs> if we were just, if, if we were if just, we just agreed on yeah, everything. Yeah, if we were entirely just jerking each other off about agreeing with things. So I mean, let me just preface this by saying I agree with you, but there is a, there is a whole uh, there is a whole uh, section of the fan base, and I will say that it's, it's it's more fans that are that are the smarter hockey fans that that know a little bit more hockey mm-hmm. that are are very they know they know. They know more than just the lightning. They know the entire league. Yeah, they as understand a whole. how hot. You know, and I'll say this much: I'm proud to be one of them. I'm proud to be one of those players that understands hockey as a sport rather than just being a lightning fan. Well, I think those fans are the ones that don't. Those fans are the ones that really don't like the sticks of fire because it's looked at as something that makes us look kind of dumb as a as a fan base. When you when you cheer an opposing goalie after they give up one goal. Or when you do these dumb soccer chants, yeah. Or you know when you when you're just loud and obnoxious, 
uh, it kind of makes us. It, it doesn't make us look like a smart fan base. It makes us look like a bunch of assholes. I was fucking waiting, waiting for you to say the key words. What's that? Loud and obnoxious. Yeah. You know, uh, dude, dude, dude. I do you know. The- you know what we have in spades in Tampa Bay. What's that? Being loud and obnoxious. I. Uh, see, I don't want to. I don't want to be that smart fan base. I agree. Because you know what? We can't. We can never be that smart fan base <laughs> because we're in Florida. You're right. Dude, they I- will never ever. We could make the most sense as NHL fans, and their write-off for us will be, yeah. Well, they're Lightning fans. I know. I so you know listen. what? Fuck them. I agree with we'll you. We'll beat them at our game. I can't help but agree with you. I, I do. I really do. I mean, those are the same points I was making on Twitter. But I have to be the devil's advocate here. I mean, they're they're like if like we want to be looked at as a, as a smart as a smart fan base. No, we don't. Well, no, I think I, 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 I'm though. pretty speak sure there's a lot of people out there that really like want to. us to look. They want us. They want us to be respected in like other hockey markets, like no, like namely northern markets. Okay, you know what? New York, Mar- Boston, Montreal, Toronto, fucking uh, Vancouver, those kind of markets. Okay, so wait, you listed New York. Montreal, Vancouver, and Boston. Boston. You know what all four of those teams have in common? What's that? Dickheads. Cups. Dickheads as fans, though. Complete. Well, not Vancouver. Fuck Vancouver. But nobody gives a shit about that. Okay, Vancouver, but let's switch Vancouver out for Chicago or Detroit. Exactly. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is when you win and you win consistently, Nobody likes you. Guess who's the most hated team in the NFL right now? Black, or, or, I'm sorry, what? Uh, Patriots. Yes. Yeah. And guess what they've done? The most hated team the, in the NHL, the, Blackhawks. Exactly. All they've done is far, set the foundation for a dynasty. I would love, I would absolutely adore for more people to hate us than like us. I know. I hate being that little brother team that everybody's like, Oh, look at them. Oh, isn't that cute? Oh, they almost got there. Look at... Oh, aren't you so good? Hockey good. Florida. No, fuck you guys. I want you to come into, the, th- come into this stadium with that mindset and get your teeth kicked in. Go ahead. Not to go off topic here, but you just reminded me of something. Like, I, I occasionally I like to go and look at the No Sun Melt guy on Twitter. <laughs> kinda just just kind of look at the kind of bullshit that he's been like, been peddling. Whatever recently. he's been spitting lately. And you know, like, what he brings up a lot is like, is that they're, well, kids can't go out in Florida and play hockey outside and do this. And like, he brings up like ice hockey, like uh, ponds that are like, you know, like, well, where's this happening well, in Florida? There's no pond hockey. Like I'm pretty sure from from uh from like third grade to fifth grade, every summer I was going to play in I or not ice hockey but roller hockey. <laughs> yeah, I I got indoctrinated uh, into playing broom hockey yeah. when I was in fucking Bro, elementary school. Yeah, do like, you do you even fucking roller hockey? Oh well, that's not on the that's ice. not the same thing. Like fuck um, yourself. I'm think it's I think it's close enough for us to say that we like hockey. It is literally the same thing. <laughs> So you're you're wait a second. You're hating on us not for a hockey, but for our climate. Pretty much, yeah. What does Marquis say? Nothing is less safe than playing ice hockey on a frozen pond. Exactly. You know what? How many fucking Sidney Crosby's and Stamkos have drowned as a kid? I mean, I, it's just it's just silly to me. Like where he's like, well, you can't play hockey in Florida. Like I'm pretty sure I played hockey in Florida. Like. Fucking many times, many yeah. many times. Yeah, I, I, I can go home and pick up a goalie mask that I played many <laughs> many times. 
but to get to get back to the sticks of fire thing, like I, I completely agree with everything you're saying, Nick. Like that's like I have to be the devil's advocate, but like of you're, course, you're, this this podcast would not be interesting, right? Exactly, <laughs> I agree with you entirely. But there's there is one more thing that I haven't mentioned, in that their 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 response to the to the hate on social media has been largely fuck you. No one cares what you what you think. We're sticks of fire. We're doing whatever the fuck we See, want. See now, to mm, that's and, the part I disagree with because yeah. I mean Scott. We're he really, was a cool guy. Scott, he was a, he's great a really guy. Cool dude. We really, we, we really do appreciate you guys. And uh, for the, I would say for ninety five percent of what you do, we clearly support you. But you cannot be representing yourself like that on social media. Yeah. Because you really got to just say like, hey, uh, hey, I appreciate what you know. I appreciate your opinion, but or something like that. Be a little bit like a be little witty bit about more it. Decorum. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. be an asshole. Absolutely. About it. Yeah. And it's look, hey, we aren't. This this isn't word of the bay spitting hate towards you because we agree with you they're dumb, but you cannot try and beat them at your at their game they will beat you. Dumb people always bring down smart people. Yeah, <laughs> and as soon as the smart person tries to play a dumb game, you're out of your league. It's true. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I, and like I talked, I, talk I guarantee to, you, they're stupider than you are smart. Anthony uh, strike twice. Like who's on here? I tried to give him a call, but he's he's a little engaged at this point. But I talked to a couple guys on Twitter, uh, namely G, like Geo Fitz. I had a, had a very long. Conversation I was about to say Geo Geo Fitz is a is a good. Yeah, and he 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 said a couple things to me. Like a lot of a lot of dudes will put on that that bandana and just act like an asshole because they think that that gives them the the right to be an asshole whenever they're in Amelie. He also talked about like them taking over the party deck and and so on and so forth. But I mean, to that I say, you know, times they're changing, man. Like I'm sorry, like that you don't have the party deck to hang out anymore on anymore. But that's just what happens. Go I mean, make a cool new place. Yeah, I said it on Twitter, man. I'd I'd rather be looked at as a fan base full of fucking animals than that. Like, what are we known for anywhere else in Tampa? And and baseball, not showing up, not showing up. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Not showing up. We're fucking like shitty Mar- fans. Marquise put it perfectly it's the same assholes who brought up the raise attendance it's like yeah oh you don't go to your your game you're clearly the raise fans aren't there i don't know being sixth in the the fucking tv marketing like what is that i think both sides of the you know the six of fire and the anti-six of fire people have valid points i agree i, but I think one one side of it is doing something for the organization no it's good they're, they are doing something for the organization but they're not doing it in the right way yet i think that the the, the anti-six of fire people are doing something really good in that they're forcing them to become something that they need to be like they're they're forcing them to change you i'll need give to- it to you yeah there there is no path to righteousness without hell Right, so there's there's got to be some change. I think everybody there's got to be some the, some push and some pull. So yeah. I think something's got to change. Well, the only thing that can come out of this is you know steel sharpens steel. So yeah. we're gonna have really really good opposing fans compared to really really good fans for sticks of fire, and the only thing that's gonna come out of it is rather intelligent knowledgeable, experienced fans. It just goes to show you how, how passionate and knowledgeable our fan base is. I love Which it. is the one thing that we've been knocked on as Tampa Bay Lightning fans is that we are not passionate enough. I'm sorry. For five years in a row, we've been in the top ten for attendance. I mean, as of right now, we're sixth in overall attendance. What do you want, people? This is a non-hockey market community. Kind of joining around a hockey team as a community 
Yeah, I I love the the so fan base. It's it's not supposed to work, and maybe that's exactly what the no sun melt people mean by that. Is the fact that this isn't hockey in its purest sense, so why support it? They hate that shit. But and then, and I completely I can I'm starting to really see what Tampa Bay's niche in in the sports world is. What's that? We are the team you love to hate. Yeah. That does well. Yeah. You hate us, motherfuckers. I guarantee you there's NFL fans out there right now that are like, the Bucks are 5-5? Five and five? And they're pulling up their team saying like, well, we're fucking clearly better than the Bucks." Well, clearly you're not. So all those people that have that conversation in the same vein, you're probably same, on the same boat that says Tampa Bay Lightning hockey does not deserve to exist where it is. Just um, quote Tupac here. Yeah, let me be the first one to, to tell you Back you're wrong. All your body. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What do we have here now? Yeah, you're right, though. Wait, what was that one song? Fucking. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Let's keep playing Tupac. Follow me. La, 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 la. He ain't a killer, but don't push him. <laughs> Look, all, all I'm saying is the whole hate him because we're not traditional thing. It's it's the silliest it's argument in the world. Far, yeah, it's far beyond obsolete. Like, I'm sorry, we beat out 30 other teams to get to the conference finals or the Stanley Cup final last year like we literally got beat up by one team go fuck yourself when it comes to who's not in a real team and not because you know, Chicago's is kind of struggling as well too no 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 don't bring that up don't you, you're starting to, talk- to question the integrity of the NHL no no, no 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 it's it makes sense for the lightning to not to be good don't you dare ever bring up the call, uh, the the Chicago Blackhawks being bad. <laughs> Seriously, you might have some fucking monocles thrown your way. <laughs> All right, I'm done talking sports. Um, wait, one more thing. We got rid of JP Aaron Sebia. That was a dumb call. He was the best catcher on our lineup last year. What the fuck were you thinking? Yeah, yeah, that was. I I, I don't know that. I I don't. Know where that came from. Mm-hmm. I want to f- say that Silverman he, has some kind of a plan, but, but he yeah, did. He, yeah. I, I'm starting to think that Silverman might be his plan might be unraveling. I don't know why you DFA fucking JP Aaron Sabia. That makes no but sense. But that's the me. only that's the only complaint I had about it. All the other yeah. all the other people he designated for assignment, I just he's fine. I was like, good. <laughs> but JP Aaron Sabia, really? Yeah, really. Marquis said about who's gonna hit at catcher? Like, Nobody. <laughs> Are you going to bring oh, back fucking Molina? Yeah, fucking uh, what's-his-face? But he frames pitches rather well. Oh, yeah. Well, we got Kirk Casale. No, no. None of those guys are any good. You know why? Because they're in our system as a catcher. Me. And we got rid of Kirby Yates for somebody, apparently. Fuck him. Like, Fuck Kirby Yates. Kirby Yates to, to somebody. You, to you to nobody. You, I literally didn't know. I just put to, to blank. Yeah. So, so he's gone. Okay. Hey, speaking of gone, I'm ready to get gone. Oh, yeah. Wait. Cog quotes. 
Kyle quotes from the fucking. What was the other thing I said? I don't know. You bringing up the fact that my mom came in to the bachelor party suite. That was Jonathan. Oh yeah, it was. Jo- you're right. It was Jonathan. My mom comes in and everybody's half dressed, and uh, all she apparently saw was me in a suit, and that's where. <laughs> so she had no idea. Nobody was dressed. No, that's okay. Um, I think that's a great song to go out on. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. You know, eventually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a proclamation right now. If you are a Patreon follow follower, or what do they call them? Patrons? Patrons? Patron. Patron. If you're a patron for Word of the Bay and Shark Dropper, we're going to go ahead and put the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody version of my wedding song. Ooh. On Patreon. On Patreon. Yeah, fuck yeah, why not? That's awesome. I'll tell Rob, we'll tell Rob to do that. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna see Nick uh Rob, if you wanna see th- four fifths of Shark Dropper singing Bohemian Rhapsody at a wedding. Yeah. Uh, it'll be me, Nick, Jonathan, Robert. If you wanna see us sing Bohemian Rhapsody full volume, uh go to patreon.com or, or I'm sorry, go to sharkdropper.com and click on the Patreon button. It's next to the home button. And uh, donate some money to us. Maybe it's a dollar. It's a dollar. It's literally a dollar. You can see us acting like a bunch of asses. And I'll tell you this much: if you're there and you don't want to spend a dollar, take the time, do your normal Amazon spending. Follow the link we have on shockdropper.com. Yeah, on shockdropper.com we have a link. If you're going to do your uh, normal Amazon shopping, we know it's the holiday season. Please visit us first. We get a little uh, little kickback from your purchase, and it costs you nothing extra. So, for the holiday season, think Shark Dropper. For the holidays, you can't be SharkDropper.com. See how easily that flows off the tongue? Yeah. It's so lovely. While you're there, uh, we have 10 different podcasts. We don't just do this one. We do 10 different ones. There's the Doppel Avenue Hurt podcast. Nick and I had a pillow fight recently on that podcast. Yes. Uh, you can listen to the Horror Play podcast, where they have a new episode this week, where they are reviewing the Outlast DLC. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. I'll give you this. Teaser. A fucking production company has reached out to Horror Play ah, to review their own game. game. Yeah, that is that very cool. cool. That's a cool thing to happen. Uh, you can listen to the Shark Trapper podcast where we talk to an improv artist, or actually, you can listen to the Shark Trapper podcast this week and listen to the fabled, I think it's called Squid Lake. The You can listen to the... Uh, the uh, fucking uh, thing. The thing. It's Squid Lake. It is a uh, <laughs> Google is a history. It Google is a, Squid Lake, and that's us. An audible history. Uh, it is a. You're drowning. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. While Kyle's looking that up, I will come back with something pertinent. If you're on shockdropper.com and you don't feel the need to donate any money, do any Amazon shopping. Do us a favor. Go an to iTunes. oral history of, of Squid Lake. Boom. You can hear an oral history of Squid Lake on the Shark Dropper podcast this week. I'm sorry. Okay, go That's something to do with World War Z. Well, I, it's, like, I remember like the, the actual oral history. Uh, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, let's wrap it up. We got to get out of here. I got to pee so bad. Go to iTunes. Rate and review us. It takes 90 seconds. It's not that hard. 
And if you're a fan, I know you want us to do well, and we want us to do well. So help us do well for you. Exactly. Thanks to Blog Talk Radio for hosting us. Thank you to Audible.com, Amazon.com, and to all our patrons for sponsoring us. Thank you to Marquise for sticking with us the whole time. That was awesome. And thank you to Jameis Winston, Mike Evans, Lovey Smith, Gerald McCoy, Levante David, Quan Alexander, just all the dudes who have made this 5-5 five and five season possible. Finally, I feel like I have something to root for week in and week out. I don't go into each week expecting a loss. Hey, guys, I- we got a re- Team. I go in optimistic. We're going in optimistic every fucking week. So guess what? We beat Matt Hasselbeck. Well, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but it's just nice to not expect a loss every week. So check I, in next week to find out if Nick's right or Kyle's right. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens next week on the with the Buccaneers. Uh, but for now, my name is Kyle. My name is Nick, and that has been more of the Bay. We will see you when I said before next week, right? Yeah. yeah. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.